Usually I'm down here in the basement with Jason and Pastor Kim and Ashley on the main TLE podcast, but here's some episodes where I'm just by my own self, just giving you my thoughts, sharing my heart on some stuff, some issues, well, not issues, just life and, and whatnot. So today I want to talk to you about three biblical characters, three obscure characters in scripture, in the gospel narrative. Um, but they're so representative of us, you know, as, as believers, non-believers, what have you. Um, so it's Barabbas, who, by all standards of doing dirt, and this dude was a straight gangster. There's the two thieves that were crucified kind of on either side of Jesus, and then the centurion. So first off, Barabbas. Here's this dude, right? So to lay the groundwork in Jewish custom on the Passover, the governor or whoever the leading body or of governing or whatever, they, they had a custom where he would release a prisoner from death row back to the people. So in this case, we're, we're down to where uh, Jesus has been arrested. He's in custody. And so uh, the leader of the time, Pontius Pilate, has Jesus and this, this dude Barabbas. And he goes to the people and basically is like, who do you want? Jesus, as we know, has done nothing other than heal people, you know, heal blind eyes, restore hearing, cure leprosy, miracle after miracle. And we know that he was sent here basically simultaneously being 100% man and 100% God to save us. Yes, we know this. So he's up there on this crazy audacious stage and then there's Barabbas, gangster, murderer, rebel, uh, rebel, um, all these things. And the people choose Barabbas, right? So here's this dude goes free, gets his life back, and not understanding the free gift. And kind of think that's like, stands for a lot of people. So we get this gift, and we don't know, like, we didn't earn it. We certainly don't deserve it. And there's so many people that have the same gift of all sins being wiped away and forgiven. They don't know. And they just walk away with said gift, never having accepted it, never having repented, or never having honored the one who, who gave the gift. So in this scenario, God has to treat Barabbas like Jesus, or rather Jesus like Barabbas, in order to treat Barabbas like Jesus. He has to leave, you know, leave Jesus in custody, who says, you know, and Jesus is like, fine, take me, you know, because he knows that's what he's here for, right? He knows he's here. He's going to be crucified. He's accepted this. And so Barabbas is freed. And I feel like that's us in the story. We're the Barabbas. We don't deserve, we deserve all of what's about to be piled on Jesus, which is the point. That's why I did it. All those things, all the sin, all the filth, all of that, that's on us. And he's about to step up and take that take that give that blood offering and take that for all of us
Now, next up, now Jesus is now, you know, he's been beaten and bloodied and tortured, and now he's on the cross. And in the last minutes, you know, he's, he's nailed to the cross, and on either side of him are these thieves who are also being crucified. Now, first thief, this dude's like, you know, he's piling on the insults, you know, he's, he's making fun of, he's, you know, probably talking much smack, calling names. And at one point he says, if you're the son of God, get us out of here. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but if he's like, if you are who you say you are, like get us off of these crosses and out of here. Like, what are you waiting for? And on the other side, the guy on the other side is like, man, he is indeed the son of God. We deserve what we're about to get. He's done nothing. And at that point, second thief says, man, says, Jesus, just please remember me when you get to your kingdom. At that point, with you know only a few breaths left in his body, Jesus says, truly, I tell you, today you'll be with me in paradise. Now, again, that's so representative of how we do, right? I mean, look, we get ourselves in these situations or we find ourselves in, with these problems and these predicaments, these storms of life come through, and we're frustrated and mad and angry, and we, like spoiled children, we cry out, God, if you are who you say you are, get me out of this mess. No repenting, none of this. It's if, if you are who you say you are, get me out of this mess. Or we, we, we spout off with the argument that was, where was God? Where was God when I lost my job, lost my marriage, when I went broke, when I got sick, when my car broke down, when whatever, 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 where was God when? It's seldom or almost at our greatest point of desperation when we're finally like the other thief, when we're like, man, this is the son of God, and just cry out, please, God, please just remember my name. Well, here's the thing with that is God remembers your name because he knew He knew you before you were you. He knows every hair in your head. But it's just interesting to me that we forget that from time to time and we slip up, we fall back on our own fleshly selves and we try to be our God of our own domain, for lack of better terminology. We try to be in charge of our own deal. Our own deal. Until we figure we need something, and then it's, it's with anger we cry out. Or until we get finally desperate enough that we'll cry out. With that, I'm telling you, just now's the time. If you have something, if you need healing, if you need anything, now's the time. Just ask. Just ask. The third guy in the story here, third guy I've always been super interested in, is the centurion, the Roman soldier guard. And here's a dude that was part of the process, I'm sure. He's part of the detail of the flogging and the beating and, and all of this of, of Jesus. He's in charge of getting Jesus and the cross and the thieves and all that stuff up onto the hill, up on the, they call Calvary, where the final act of crucifixion actually happened, where the nailing to the cross actually happened. And after witnessing 
the f- like the throwing of insults and the beatings and the and all the things said and when Jesus asked for a drink and they give him vinegar water or vinegar wine rather like you know after all of this stuff right at the end when the, Jesus finally says it is finished and breathes the last breath there's a massive earthquake and there's destruction in the temple and all these things are going on it was like early in the day and everything went dark and the centurion says it says it says in scripture after seeing this after seeing what had happened the centurion praised God he said certainly this was the son of God now what I wonder is what was going through his mind I've always wondered that since really digging into this story is what did anything come of this did he become a believer what you know did who knows I don't know but I always have just been super interested in that moment in time now like I said when I started I I feel like all of us have all of these people within us we all have we all have the Barabbas who's you know, he gets freed and they release him. They take the shackles and chains off. And he's like, yeah, you know what? My people love me. Look at this. You know, he said, I don't even know who this Jesus guy is. I do know, though, that my people love me. You know, kind of like the what, what? I'm a player. Look at me. And I, th- I think all of us have a little bit of that in us. I think all of us have a little bit of the first thief. Like, well, if you say, if you are who you say you are, you'll do this for me. We certainly, I hope we all have the second thief. I, I pray that we all have a little bit of that left in us where it was like, please just help me. Help me. And then I think that, that at some point in our lives, we were the, like the centurion where something finally happened, something finally clicked. And we were like, man, this is, God is who he says he is. I don't know about you guys, but I hope, I hope that you can find, you know, I hope you can find it in yourselves to, to look at this, get in scripture, get in the word. If you're not quite sure yet, you don't believe, you don't know if you can, if you still have questions, if you have times in your life where tragedy struck and you don't know how, that we, we can say we have a loving, forgiving God. Talk to me find me a lot of you who listen to this know where to find me um you know thanks for listening check out the other podcast the main tle podcast has some new episodes coming up shortly um i'll be back soon with more episodes of just jim there's a new conversations episode coming out also check out the encouraging voice that's our own ashley chandler that's her her uh side solo project it's a pretty awesome podcast i highly recommend it um yeah have a great week thanks for listening check out the tle webpage the lighthouseexperiment.com check us out on facebook instagram and twitter you can also follow me just jim at tle on twitter and take care have a great day peace be blessed <laughs>